right, welcome to your monthly special bonus edition of Strong Words with Ian Strong. I'm your host, Ian Strong, and I'm really glad you decided to join me today for a very special edition of Shot Glass Diaries here on the show. Now, if you're a regular listener to this podcast, and I hope you are, you know that Shot Glass Diaries is my regular recurring segment that I do on the show where I take one of the many shot glasses that I've purchased in my life to commemorate some of the many trips that I've taken in my life pull it out of the cabinet, and tell the story of that particular trip. And even though this is going to be a short one today, it's going to be a special one because I'm going to be telling you the story of going to the Pocono Palace Resort in the northeastern mountains of Pennsylvania to propose to my wife back in 2012. So without further ado, let's get into Shot Glass Diaries Volume 7, Pocono Palace Resort, here on Strong Words with Ian Strong. Shot Glass Diaries. So this edition of Shot Glass Diaries takes us to the Pocono Palace Resort, which is in the Pocono Mountains in northeastern Pennsylvania, which ended up being the place where I asked my late wife, Amy, to marry me. Uh, we met back in 2009, Labor Day weekend. About two to two and a half years later, we bought a house together, which is actually still the same house that I live in today. And we had been living together for about a year at this point before I had actually decided to propose to her, but I knew about six months in that I was going to do it. I had bought the ring from a jeweler that I met online about six months after we had started living together, and I just kind of held on to it for a little while because I was waiting for the right time and place to propose to her. Now, I know six months may seem like a long duration of time to hold on to a ring once I had bought it, but her quality of life wasn't the best in order to try to figure out what we were going to do as a future together. We were spending a lot of time in and out of hospitals and emergency rooms due to the fact that she had become kind of a kidney stone factory and she had developed an irregularity in her urethra, which made it very difficult for the stones to pass, so much so that she ended up working with a urologist regularly to try to get her to pass these kidney stones, which would basically be stuck in that little tube that connects your kidney to your urinary tract because it would collapse on her like an hourglass. But during the early part of 2012, I want to say around Valentine's Day, she started to see quite a good turnaround in her quality of her physical life. We were spending considerably less time in emergency rooms and hospitals, which she had been going to, if not every other weekend, then every third weekend. And everything that the urologist was doing was helpful in the sense of like putting a Band-Aid over a broken leg where like they would treat her pain and her nausea and, and they would balloon her ureter so that she could pass these kidney stones with as much ease as a person can pass kidney stones with. But unfortunately, you know, within a couple of weeks, it would just go right back to where it was before. Her body would reject stents and everything that they were trying to do wasn't really working. So we would just be in and out of there constantly just treating the symptoms. But like I said, right around the beginning of 2012, we started to see a much better quality of her physical life. And her parents started to notice this too. You know, her dad, who used to work as an employee of the State House of Representatives here in Pennsylvania, had gone to some kind of event in which they were having raffles for really exquisite prizes, one of which he ended up winning, which was a weekend all-expenses-paid trip to the Pocono Palace Resort. And because they had some kind of scheduling conflict that made it impossible for them to be able to honor the date in which the raffle depicted that they could have this all-expense-paid trip, and coinciding with the fact that Amy's physical quality of life had turned a corner, they actually decided to gift us this trip to the Pocono Palace Resort for that weekend, which I then saw as just the perfect opportunity to propose to her and give her this ring that I'd been holding on to for quite a few months. And knowing that this was going to be the place that I wanted to propose... And knowing that her dad is a very traditional guy, I actually 
caught up with him. We had this conversation right outside the Capitol building in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, in which I pulled out the ring and I asked him, would you mind if I you know, gave her this this weekend? And he was very happy and willing to give me his blessing. He's a great guy. We still have a great relationship to this day. So then the weekend came for us to make this trip, about two, two and a half hour drive up to the Pocono Palace Resort. We checked in at the front desk and they let us know of the various activities that were available to us as part of our stay and let us know that breakfast and dinner was also totally included as part of our stay and lunch would be up to us to get, but they did have like a selection of sandwiches or like a bistro that you can order from their kitchen. And then we got the key to our suite and our suite, which I assume is like one of the most elaborate and most expensive suites that you can have. You walk in and it's just massive. There is a giant champagne glass in the middle of the room that reaches from the floor all the way to the second story. And then inside the bowl of the champagne glass is actually a hot tub. There's a small room to the left that when you go into, there's like a heart-shaped pool, like a heated pool for you to enjoy that can fit two to three, maybe even four people in it. And then in that same room, there was also a massage table. If you wanted to have a masseuse come in to your room and give you a massage, there was a sauna that you can experience and use and take advantage of. There was also a sound system that you can actually plug in your phone or your iPod or whatever that you can play your music throughout the entire suite, but also extended into this other room. There was also a giant living room space downstairs with a really nice fireplace and spacious couch and Upstairs, there was a steam shower, and there was a very large bed with like little, almost like the light pattern on the ceiling almost looked like stars. So it was a really romantic spot and a really, really nice room. And once we got settled in, we took a look at basically the like little menu that they have on the room of like special things that you can have delivered to your room. Like we got strawberries and cream and we got like a little fruit thing and a bottle of champagne and things like that so once I got up there I wasn't sure I mean I had the ring on me but I wasn't sure when I was going to or when I was going to pick as my moment to propose and when we went back out to the front desk to submit our order for breakfast because you basically you have to fill out a little multiple choice kind of thing, and then you turn it into the front desk, and then they bring you your breakfast selection to your room the next morning at a window of time that you specify on the order selection sheet. And I figured when the breakfast arrives, I will take the box that has the ring in it, and I will put it in the bag amongst all of the breakfast items that we had got, and then I would have her kind of take the bag and sift through it and eventually stumble upon the box And when we got the food delivered to our suite the next morning, I did just that. I hid the box inside with the bag with the rest of our food. I woke her up. She was actually still sleeping at the time. And I told her that breakfast was here and I sat it down and I put it next to the bed and I pretended to be kneeling next to the bed just so I can maintain like the eye level with her. And as she's going through it, she like started to ask me like, why are you kneeling? And then didn't really think that much of it. And once she got into the bag where she pulled out the box and saw the ring and I just kind of nonchalantly was like, so you want to marry me? And she like tackled me onto the bed. And uh, I mean, of course she said yes. And then she immediately got on the phone and just started telling everybody. And I made a few phone calls myself. 
and I think that she had posted a whole bunch of stuff on Facebook about it, and we were really excited, obviously, and, you know, even though it's not, like, the most elaborate, romantically planned proposal, that was just kind of, like, my style, like, one that I assumed that she would expect for me to wear we already assumed that this was going to happen eventually anyway, and it was just a matter of asking it would just be like a formality at this point. And I kind of approach things a lot with a nonchalant kind of confident approach anyway. So obviously I'm very happy that she said yes. And I called my sisters and I called, or she called her parents. We were really happy and just we just decided once we decided we were going to decide once we finished breakfast, we wanted to see what we were going to do with the rest of our day. And we wanted to see what the resort had to offer. And some of the activities that they had planned were definitely ones that we wanted to take advantage of, but we weren't sure if we were going to have enough time for the whole second floor above the main building in which our suite was a detached building. And the main building, the front desk is like another building next to it. It has like a little like theater area and it has a little dinner area for all the guests for dinner. And then the whole second floor is basically just like a small miniature golf course and arcade that is available to all the people that stay there for no additional charge. Like all the games are free. We played a couple rounds of miniature golf. We played a couple rounds of ping pong. We paired played some air hockey and we were basically just killing some time because we had signed up to do a adult slash x-rated version of the newlywed game that was going to take place in the little theater in the building so when we went into the theater the host of the activity was looking for volunteers to take part in this game that they were going to play and for those of you who aren't aware of the concept of the newlywed game it's when they take couples and separate them and ask one of the two a question and then bring in their significant other and ask them the same question and they're supposed to try to guess what their significant other guessed when they gave their original answer to the question but this was supposed to be a more adult themed version of that game so we were among three couples that got chosen to participate in this game uh, we introduced ourselves and said that we were staying at the resort because we are celebrating us getting engaged this morning, which got a big round of applause from everybody in attendance. And when I say everybody in attendance, I say there was probably like 40 or so people in this crowd. A lot of people were there to try to volunteer to take part in the game. Some were just there to watch. And then, so there was us, and there was another couple who was there who had just gotten married, and then only been together for, I want to say like a couple of months and are doing part of their honeymoon at the resort. And then there was another couple that had been married for 10 years. So it was pretty cool that you had basically three different lengths of relationships being represented as the contestants in this game. The game itself was a lot of fun. They asked us a lot of really like risque questions like, do you have a nickname for his penis? Do you have a nickname for her vagina or whatever? What kind of noises does she make in bed? And I remember when I answered, I answered that particular question. I went into full theater mode. I gave those people just a performance of a lifetime. And when they brought Amy back into the room and they asked her the same question, she goes, oh, you didn't. And I said, oh, yes, I did. And even though she didn't repeat everything the way that I had done it, but the performance that she gave, the audience said, was close enough that we earned that point for that particular question. Uh, one of the other questions that we had answered that was really easy for us was, when was the last time you two had made love? And the answer to that was like 20 minutes before the start of the game, which was in our heart-shaped pool in our room, which we ended up winning the game pretty handedly by like five or six questions. And because of that, they had given us a couple of prizes. They gave us some t-shirts that said, 
like three pink X's on it and said the Pocono Palace newlywed game. They gave us some like little medals that you get at like the Olympics that had like a the the resort's logo on it and a little heart. And then they gave us a free bottle of champagne, which I actually to this day still have in my refrigerator. I mean, having been sober for about six years and the fact that Amy isn't with us anymore, I was actually intending on popping that bottle of champagne on our fifth anniversary by taking her back to the resort. And we just we just didn't make it that far because she had passed away. But I'm sure at some point I'll figure out a means to pop that bottle open to celebrate something and take it out of my fridge. And I assume it's still good. So we were riding a pretty good high off of that and decided that we would do another couple's activity that they had available at the resort. And that was they had this little trail that you can ride snowmobiles on. Now, because of the time of year is like the first or second week of March, there wasn't a whole lot of snow on the ground. So they basically just kind of made this little track that you can ride the snowmobile on in a circle, which, I mean, it was fun for like the first five minutes or so. But after that, it kind of like lost its luster and it kind of wore off. So we went back to our room and we got ready for dinner, which, like I said, was including and included as part of our package. And we went back to the main building in order to have dinner. And we actually ended up sitting with one of the other couples that participated in the newlywed game with us. And we had a really nice conversation. They're really nice people. They said they were, they were actually celebrating their anniversary every year at the Pocono Palace Resort. After dinner, there was a photographer right outside the front of the building where the front desk was and they asked us if we wanted to have our picture taken and we figured of all days this would probably be a good day to have a commemorative picture taken of us the day that we get engaged and they took this picture of us in front of a little fireplace and the two of us were holding hands and we were still wearing like the little medals that they gave us for the newlywed game and I have that picture still sitting in my living room to this day and then the next day was basically checkout we didn't get to do all the things that we wanted to do, but we also took advantage of a lot of the amenities that the room had offered to us, if you know what I'm saying, giggity, giggity. But when we went to check out, just out of my own curiosity, I'd asked the person at the front desk, hey, I know that this this stay for us was was comped, but if we were to return, how much would it cost per night for us to have this room? And <laughs> it kind of blew my mind when they told me that it was something along the lines of like $500 per night suite. So needless to say, we never went back. Again, I was planning on going back for our fifth anniversary, but unfortunately, Amy didn't make it that long before she passed away. But it's still a great memory. I got a great shot glass from the gift shop to remember it. It's just a black shot glass that has a Pocono Palace Resort on it. It's got a couple trees and mountains on it. And you can see a picture of that on the social media pages. And if you've ever been to the Pocono Palace Resort or any one of the other great resorts that they have in the Pocono Mountains of Pennsylvania, feel free to get in touch with me. Get in touch with me on the social media pages at Ian Strong Words, and that'll wrap it up for this edition of Shot Glass Diaries, the Pocono Palace Resort. So again, that'll do it for another edition of Shot Glass Diaries here on the show. If you'd like to see a picture of the shot glass or some of the pictures that I took on this trip, you can do so on any major social media platform by looking up at Ian Strong Words. You can email this podcast at strongwordspodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to do all those things like like, rate, subscribe, me feedback and comments, I really appreciate that. And that'll do it for another episode. So join me next week whenever I have another great interview lined up. I haven't recorded it yet, so I don't want to spoil it, but join me on May 25th, Memorial Day, right here on Strong Words with Ian Strong. And as I say every episode... Stay safe out there. Spend a little time every day making sure you do something that you love. And if you got something to say, keep your words strong.
How strong? Ian Strong. Strong words!